How are you, Allison? Getting excited. Yeah. Yeah. Radiothon tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It kicks off at this time. We will be live from Children's of Mississippi. I was out there yesterday taking a little tour, seeing everything, and it was awesome. I can't wait to share all the things that I got to see yesterday. And we will do that starting tomorrow on the show. But today's hump day. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ready for a big show today. We've got Cash in a Flash coming up at 740. Um, and would love if you could join us this morning at 601-995-1017 call or text us and i'd love to know if anybody just turned over and they're still laying in bed but they've opened up the y101 app they hit listen live to hear the beginning of our show like maybe you don't normally turn the show on until seven o'clock whenever you get in the car take the kids to school go to work whatever but now you're listening on the app because we have an app now (laughs) if we have a new app i love it my favorite feature the open mic feature you could treat it as a voice note and you could treat us as your bffs send us whatever we love to hear it like even if it's just a little bit of tea happening in your friend group tell us yeah or get your good vibes in on the open mic feature like if something already amazing has happened in your day you can tell us about that right now just open up the open mic feature you can search y101 in your app store or text the word app app to 601-995-1017 we're going to start the show with the why not song of the day and we actually got this request on the text line yesterday and i was like you know what i can't think of a better hump day song (laughs) than genuine and pony there you go button now we're working (laughs) now we're cooking with gas good morning we're gonna recap yesterday's dm dilemma next Adam and Allison, Y101 at 6:12. We did a DM dilemma yesterday, all about promotion. Pam. So the deal with Pam is she was sort of up for a promotion at work. Her bosses were like, "We want to fast track you for promotions. You're doing a great job." Blah 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 blah. And then it's like, "Oh wait." You need to go back and finish your college degree. And she's like, what are you talking about? A college degree was part of the requirement for me to be hired here. I have a college degree. And they're like, oh, you don't have the right kind of college degree. So you should go back so we can promote you. And she's like, ah. I don't want to do that. And now every time they bring up the promotion, which apparently it's like a weekly thing that her bosses are saying, oh, wish you had that college degree so we could promote you. We'd really love to. And she just feels like every time they say it, like she's not good enough. She's not smart enough for her job. And it's making her feel bad. She was wanting to know, could she tell her bosses, look, I don't want the promotion. Or does that make her look ungrateful? I think she has to be really smart because I totally agree with Jan who wrote on the Facebook page, never express disinterest in a promotion unless you expect to remain right where you're at now. Good luck. So I think it puts a bad taste in their mouth if you are to just say, I don't want to talk about this. Please stop bringing up the promotion. I think you have to be very delicate in how you say it. Yeah. Um, I meant to send her a DM yesterday to DM her back to tell her to go look at the Facebook page because there were so many really good eloquent things to say like my whole my whole thing was um you know kind of questioning the company 
and like the company doesn't seem like the smartest of companies. If you have an employee with six years of successful experience working for the company, they know what you're all about. A degree isn't going to change that at all. But I'm also not always the most tactful whenever it comes to speaking to employers. And I think Josh has you covered there. He wrote on the Facebook page, I'd want to know, number one, what is the difference between the two degrees from a competency standpoint? How does it affect her competency for that job? Number two, would the company be willing to support you going back to school, both financially and the necessary flexibility that it would require? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry called and he's got uh, maybe a little unconventional Advice a little out of the panel. box yeah. advice. Yeah, it's important to think outside the box. Jerry, what you got? All right, hear me out. Maybe she should ask for a demotion. Why? You think? Reverse psychology. If she asks for a demotion, he'll be thinking, oh, no, she wants to do less. And if she's a good employee, everybody wants to keep a good employee. That's a good point. Maybe he'll pull back her work a little, a little bit. She'll have a little bit more free time to feel more comfortable in her work environment. It's interesting you bring up the demotion thing. I was reading something today about younger people and how they are doing at work and what their feelings are on the workplace and whatnot. <laughs> and one of the things was, and they like said this as like kind of a shocking thing, like, oh my gosh. But apparently most younger people aren't really interested in a promotion. They're just interested in a raise. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, no kidding. I would like a raise and no more duties. Like, like, of course. That's not how that works. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison, Y101. Happy National Public Sleeping Day. Can you fall asleep in public? Are no. you able to? There's no way I'd be able to either. Like, it seems really relaxing whenever you typically on TV shows or movies or whatever, like going out to a park and just setting down a blanket, laying down all by yourself, falling asleep. That no. seems relaxing. No, it doesn't. Not Nothing about that seems relaxing. It seems relaxing to be in the comfort of my own home behind a locked door in my bed with my dog. Like that seems you don't know what kind of bugs would crawl on you if you're outside. You don't know what kind of people are out there like none of it. Take all that out of it and just imagine sleeping in a park somewhere with the birds chirping and everything. But then whenever you do add in the bugs that are a possibility there, the people messing with you, public sleeping does not sound good to me, but some people can do it. Yeah. I see it. mm, It's weird. Anyway, uh, it's also National Essay Day today. Uh, Celebrating writing essays, I guess. Pass. Yeah. I'm done with that chapter of my life. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, except isn't it funny how if a teacher assigned an essay or something whenever you were in school, it was always the most miserable thing. But then you get on Facebook and you see people writing (laughs) out their own essays about whatever thing they want to pontificate (laughs) on for the day. So I I don't know. Like, it's just kind of funny. Like, do those count as essays? I mean, I guess so. They are a type of essay. And it is also National Pancake Day today, which you bring up a good point. You mentioned it off the air. It was just like international. It's International Pancake Day on Fat Tuesday every year. Okay. So then we celebrate national, like American pancakes. I wonder if crepes, like, does International Pancake Day encompass no. things like crepes and stuff mm, like that? It might encompass, but it also encompasses regular flapjack pancakes. Like That was my next question. Is there a difference between pancakes and flapjacks? Um, there is 
in the UK. I don't believe there's a difference here. Educate me. I'm very curious. So now. flapjacks are actually almost like a granola bar in the UK. Like if you go to a coffee shop and get a flapjack, it would be like a little bar made up of stuff. But it's so it's nothing like a pancake. Okay, so then this you've just answered your question as to why we need an international pancake day and well, a but national no, pancake day. No, but flapjacks day. are not included in that. Oh, okay, I see what you're like, saying. Like they're not they're not saying that flapjacks are pancakes over there. Are there any deals to be had today? It's say IHOP no. for national pan. What? No, they aren't doing a darn thing. Oh. They they gave away a short stack on International Pancake Day. They're like. Mm. It's too much. Oh, man. I would never order a short stack of pancakes. Give me the whole, <laughs> give me the whole damn stack. But what if it was free, though? Oh, it may be if it was free. Okay. But if I'm paying money, I'm getting the full, the full. stack. <laughs> give me the full stack. That's why I want to Adam and Allison. How many unlucky things do you think happen to you in a given week? Oh, so many. I was surprised <laughs> at how not high the average was. Tell you next. Adam and Allison on Y101. If you had to put a number on it on any given week, how many unlucky things do you think the average is for things to happen to somebody? Oh, I don't know. Um, At least 100. A week? A week, yeah. 100 unlucky things a week? Yeah. The average is 10, and I thought that that was high. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what would you consider an unlucky thing happening to you that has already happened to you today? Well, this if a hundred things are happening to you a week, there has to be at least five that have already happened. Okay, fair. I can't. I I don't have one for today, but I do have one that happens to me all the time, and I wonder if it happens to anyone else. So I'm super ADD, and I lose things constantly, and I'm also constantly in a hurry because I'm always running late. And for some reason, whenever that combination happens, it is inevitable that my belt loop is going to get stuck on a door handle as I am <laughs> rushing through my apartment looking for my keys or my wallet like that happens so often it happens all the time and every time it is the most like rage inducing thing like how how did that door handle fit through this tiny belt loop luckily my gut kind of hides my <laughs> belt loop, so i don't have those to worry about as much but yeah that's a really good example of an unlucky yeah, thing it's happening so unlucky. and uh, then you've lost something and you're running late like that's three unlucky things all in one thing so the second most common unlucky thing that people say in this survey is stepping in dog poop Whoa! which to me that's not an unlucky thing you're not paying attention no that is unlucky like if i sometimes you can't see it though if i step in i never feel unlucky whenever i have stepped in dog stuff i have felt like oh i should have been paying better attention or somebody else should have been a responsible dog owner or somebody else should have their pet taken away from them for not picking it up well but there are a lot of stray animals in the area so i mean that happens and like i'll say whenever i'm walking sealy i do my best if we're walking through a patch of grass to like look but if it's dark out i can't be for sure that i haven't stepped in dog poo oh if i'm walking in grass at night i turn the flat flashlight on my phone to watch out for it but still even then like if you're not looking at the right spot at the right time where the dog pulls the leash in a certain way you could step in it and it's totally not your fault some of the other most common bad luck scenarios that people deal with on a weekly basis that averages out to 10 times a week losing a competition or uh contest or like losing the lottery it's not bad luck to lose the lottery 
I guess it is so tech. I mean, it's not good luck. It's it's standard luck. It's average luck. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like bad luck. Most people always lose well, the lottery. Well, yeah, but it feels like bad luck. Uh, 601-995-1017. If the average person has 10 unlucky things happen to them a week, you could you should be able to think of at least one thing. See, I don't think that this is true because I can't think of a single unlucky thing that's happened to me this week. Well, maybe you just have lucky girl syndrome. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot all about lucky girl syndrome. Yeah, where you believe you're the luckiest person ever. Yeah. Like, you must have it, and the rest of us are out here living in the real world where we're realizing, like, that's so unlucky. Gosh, we talked about that like a year ago, and I'm pretty sure that I said then... I feel like I have lucky girl syndrome. And you still have it. Congratulations. Maybe. What is an unlucky thing that's happened to you either today or this week that is just kind of driving you nuts? Like, (laughs) you're sitting at a red light right now. It's your fourth red light in a row. Oh, that's the worst. 601-995-1017. Call or text us with your unlucky stuff. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Who is already dealing with bad luck? It's why 101, Adam and Allison, the average person, faces 10 unlucky things each week. To me, that seems high. Allison thought it was going to be over 100. Yeah. (laughs) Which is wild to me. (laughs) Uh, But what's something unlucky that you've already dealt with today? 601-995-1017. I feel like I've been unlucky this morning because I was trying to get my shoes on and I ended up tripping. Over my shoes this morning, yeah. So I was in a hurry. Is that unlucky or clumsy? Well, I'm calling it luck. Calling it unlucky. Uh, 601-995-1017. You can call or text us. And we did get a text. And it says, thinking you have enough milk for a bowl of cereal to find it's rotten after Uh, you pour it on your cereal. It was within date, and I cried my eyes out. That does seem like a drag. That's the worst. When you have food and you ruin, like I've done that with avocado and with cheese before, where I ruin an entire dish that I've made because I put that on and don't realize it's going to taste gross. And then I take one bite and it's like, well. Yeah. Ugh, that, that and then you a, have to throw it all out. Yeah, you can't save any of it. Uh, it's all done. Uh, um, if you want to reach out to the show, you can absolutely uh, call or text us at 601-995-1017. But maybe you'd rather send us a voice note. So if you have something unlucky that's happened to you, it would be as easy as opening up the Y101 app. And I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to show you exactly how easy this is. Hitting at the bottom, it says open mic. Hit that. You tap it and start recording like this. Tap. Tap. Uh, whenever I went outside this morning, a bird dropped a deuce on my head. No. <laughs> And then you hit submit. If only that would have actually happened. And then it comes right into the studio in moments, I believe. Yeah, right here. Right here. Tap. Uh, Whenever I went outside this morning, a bird dropped a deuce (laughs) on my head. So that's how it works. It's that quick. It's awesome. Uh, Open up the Y101 app or search in your app store and you can uh, send us messages just like that one. Yeah. Comes into the studio that quick. It's Y101. We are Adam and Allison and Dochi. Adam and Allison getting you some info to start your day in just a matter of moments with what matters to the Metro. First, I wanted to tell you about a new sport. Apparently, this is big in Germany and America wants in. Football on ice. Okay. It's just football 
except they play on an ice rink and they don't wear skates. So wait, is it like American football? American or football. German football. No, no, no. American okay. football on ice. And Americans want in on this. They we, think that this should come to America. We would be terrible. Oh yeah, we, everybody would be terrible. Yeah. That's kind of the point. Um and uh, it, it, especially I saw somebody trying to kick a field goal in one of the videos I was watching. It fell flat on be his horrible. back. It was hilarious. Uh. It was so funny. And here I have a clip of somebody doing play-by-play in German. Okay. And this is fun. Es geht über, da ist er! Es geht über Ailton! Kleines, dickes Ailton! Mit dem Touchdown! Stefes, sehr, sehr schöne Lauftechnik da! Das soll er sich sparen! Das ist arrogant! Das ist taunting! Das wird in der NFL... So, Axelstein! Axelstein! Touchdown! Something about people calling sporting events in a different language is always amusing to me. Yeah, I, I caught NFL and I caught touchdown. Did you, did you miss taunting? I did hear taunting as taunting well. Taunting was another one. But it reminded me of one of my favorite clips and I think one of your favorite clips of all time. Yes. And this was whenever the Bears were about to beat the Eagles a few years ago in the playoffs and Cody Parkey did a double doink and Cody missed a field goal. Cody Parkey. Ah, uh, listen to this. Distancia, dirección. Le dio el poste. No, falló. Oh. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. Los hijos se van con la victoria. I love that clip. I love whenever he starts singing Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that part. Yeah, that oh, it's is, a great clip. Look oh, it up. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. Hey, uh, yesterday, Trump won the Michigan presidential primary. He beat Nikki Haley. Joe Biden also won yesterday. Here was Trump making some remarks after the W. And I just want to thank everybody. You've been incredible. And I'm so proud of the results because you're far greater than anticipated. So thank you all very much, and I'll be seeing you over the next period of nine months and long beyond that. Now, Nikki Haley is his only opponent in the Republican primary, and she just won't drop out, even though it's not looking very good for her. And she was actually critical of the Republican Party after she lost. They've made it very clear that now the RNC is only about Donald Trump. Yes, but also how much money is being wasted on her campaign at this point? Well, but at the same time, typically there would be a lot of people who would still be in the race. So part of me is thinking, stick to your guns, girl. Like, mm. But at the same time, yeah, I don't think she's won a single. No, she hasn't. So I don't know. I don't know that much about politics. I don't really want to get into it, but it does just seem like a massive amount of wasted money that could do so much good for so many people. I would argue. It's just getting flushed down the single campaign is a large waste of money that could be used towards i don't know once they actually get elected i agree with you 100 (laughs) percent locally a massive fire broke out in downtown jackson yesterday evening it happened on west pearl street initially it was believed to have broken out at the iron horse grill however the general general manager says that's not the case it happened in an abandoned building next to the restaurant however west pearl street last i saw on the news is still closed Mm. as crews are working to put that fire out and finally we told you last week about when the williams 
Tim's being diagnosed with the same form of dementia that Bruce Willis has. And now one of her producers is speaking out. And Suzanne Bass says that she saw signs that something was wrong while Wendy Williams and her TV show was still on the air. She was saying there would be periods of time whenever they'd be live and recording or whatever they do. And she just wouldn't be talking. And Whoa. it would be weird. Okay. But nobody would say anything. And now it's like, oh, that's unfortunate. That's a, that's an early so sign. So sad. It is really sad. I was doing some research. I was just looking up stuff about Wendy Williams. She's like a radio legend. Yeah. Like, that's where she got her. I knew she got her start, but I didn't realize she had, like, a very impressive career yeah. on the radio. So, very sad. Uh, the The co-executive producer that spoke out about that said it looks very unlikely that she'll be making a return to television we will be right back speaking of television what you're watching wednesday we can give you a recommendation for a new show to binge next adam and allison on y101 watkins construct baby trying to keep me down Adam and Allison on Y101 on Wednesdays at this time. We tackle What You're Watching Wednesday because everybody needs a new show to binge. Absolutely. What's this one called? It is Griselda on Netflix. Katie said y'all have to do a What You're Watching on this. I love Sofia Vergara. Okay. All (laughs) right. So is this, what's it about? So the synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes is the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco creates one of the most profitable cartels in history. So it's like Lady Narcos. It is. I saw a lot of reviews that compared it to Narcos. Some people liked that. Some people didn't. A lot of people liked Sofia Vergara in that role. Some people didn't. It was kind of mixed, but it does sound interesting. Uh, D gave three stars. She said, I did not find Sophia Vergara, very convincing as Queen Pin. Even though the plot was decent as a true story, it was hard to believe she was knowledgeable about the business because they did not show her speaking about details. Wow. D sounds like she's a nitpicker. <laughs> Neo gave it five stars. He says the production designs and cinematography were excellent, and I thoroughly enjoyed watching this series. SJ just gave it one and a half stars. Felt like a cheesy B movie. Could not finish it. See, that kind of makes me want to watch it, though, because I love a good cheesy B-movie. No, no, I can already tell I am out on this show. Whenever we look at the tomato meter at 87%, (laughs) the audience score at 71%, I think that that is no good. Also, Narcos, I think that was like a critically acclaimed series that I could not get through. I got through like a season and a half of it. Oh, really? Could not deal with the subtitles. Oh, I bet this has subtitles. I bet it does, too. It sounds like it has subtitles. And it sounds... Sounds like it's gonna ha- it's gonna be one of those movies with pointless subtitles or TV shows with pointless subtitles. That was my opinion <laughs> of Narcos because it's like just make everybody speak English. Like I understand that Pablo Escobar probably didn't speak English amongst his friends, but no, I like the authenticity of it. I Give me it. the subtitles. I don't I don't need it. If I wanted to read a book, I would read books. That's why I don't read books because I don't want to read. Well, but if you read the books. It would all be in English. Yeah, great point. Thank you. Well, they would have to be because I was going to say if they did like true to culture in the books, I would be like, I got no idea what I'm reading here. Uh, Anyway, that's what you're watching Wednesday. We're always taking suggestions for shows that uh, we could do a deep dive on to give some recommendations of new TV shows to check out. Who doesn't need a new show? Absolutely. It's Y101. We are Adam and Allison. Speaking of shows, the Kid Leroy has a documentary about his life coming. 
Wait, what? I didn't know anybody was interested enough in him. I do this. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 7.08. Busy hour on the show. Mm-hmm. We've got the Good Vibe Story of the Day coming up. Good Vibe Tribe. Cash in a flash at 7.40. You could win $200. And I'm wondering if you've lied to your kids. <laughs> about your anniversary and yeah. why. There's a story trending this morning that I want to bring up at around 7.52 about, uh, well, it's just, it's a cute story, I suppose, but it made me think, it made my brain go down a whole rabbit hole. <laughs> so lying to your kids about your anniversary, that's coming up at 7.52. What do you have next for the Good Vibe Story of the Day? Well, it is state championship week and the Metro is going to be well represented. Excellent. I know. State championship in what? Basketball. Awesome. I should have known that. <laughs> I feel like I have to turn in my man card. It's like, it's almost March. March Madness is coming up. March Madness is basketball. I know all this. It's why 101, Adam and Allison, the good vibe story of the day is next. Ariana Grande right now. I feel kind of bad. We spent the first part of the show talking about unlucky things happening to people, which is like the opposite of good vibes. So now we have to transform into good vibe mode. <laughs> Y101, we are Adam and Allison, and we kick it off with the good vibe story of the day. So it is state championship week for basketball, and the games are all happening at the Mississippi Coliseum, and the Metro is going to have plenty of representation at the championships. The Canton Lady Tigers will face Laurel in the championship game this Friday at 6 o'clock. And both Yazoo City and the Canton Boys teams won their semifinals game, so they are going to face off in the championship game this Friday at 8 o'clock. That's awesome. I know. How exciting. Yeah, very exciting. I, I, I think we've talked about it before. I was never lucky enough to attend my high school while they were winning state championships in football or basketball, but I think they won one in both at my high school um, like a year or two after I left. See, my high school, we were terrible at football. I think we made it to the playoffs one year that I was there and like like just made it. Like yeah. that was an accomplishment. Whereas uh, we did really well in basketball and we went to the state championship and won like almost every single year. <laughs> um, did you go to the game? Did no, I was never lucky enough to actually get to go to the state championship. Oh, I feel like they, well, I think the state championship was held like 15 minutes from where I went to school. Yeah, Texas is a significantly bigger state. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, now it's all about your good vibes. What you got for us? 601-995-1017. You can call or text in whatever's happened to you already today. It's uh, putting you in a great mood. We want to hear it. 601-995-1017 or open up that Y101 app. Use the open mic feature to record your message, send it in, and you will hear yourself on the radio spreading good vibes next 601-995-1017 Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101 I'm returning with Good Vibe Tribe is on Y101 Adam and Allison we want to hear what's making you smile you can call you can text 601-995-1017 my personal good vibe is I normally don't have a second cup of coffee but this morning I am so tired and I was like you know what pour me that second cup of coffee and I'm very happy about it. I can't remember the last time I had less than three cups of coffee to start my day. That's impressive to me. My good vibe, yesterday on my way home from work, there was a section of road that for like the last year had just been missing. It had been stones there. The stones would wash away. Yes. You'd hit it and it would be a big pain in the butt. They were fixing it yesterday. It's all patched up. 
made me feel good. As I was driving by the workers, uh, I like gave them a wave. Like, thank you. Isn't that the best when they're in your neighborhood yes. fixing all the potholes? I love it. April texted in that her good vibe is she's going to get an A on her huge test. Good luck, April. Rachel says my good vibe is I got to play D&D. I think that's Dungeons and Dragons with my daughter last night. So much fun. Oh, so cute. Emily texted in that her niece is headed to the first round of the NCAA Basketball Championships in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania with the Millsaps Majors. Um, This message is from, I believe you pronounce it Seal, but if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize. Hello, this is Seal. I am one of the assistant principals at Germantown High School, and I just wanted to add to your list of accomplishments for Yay! basketball playoffs. Both our boys and girls will be Yay! in action tomorrow. We are so excited. Congratulations. I love it. Thank you so much for sending that in. Uh, Jennifer texted in that she had gone to go see Rita Brent at Howlin' Mouse last night. And she said it was so great to see many different ages together. And it was fun with singers, comedy acts, poetry every Tuesday at 730. If you want some of those good vibes. Another (laughs) text message. It says it's my baby boy's first birthday. Happy birthday. Hendrix. Oh, that's so cute. Shonda texted in and she says, uh, RHS boys for the win tonight against Pascagoula. And she also says it's a great vibe because we're one day closer to Friday. Thank you for all the good vibes. You can send these in whenever and we'll get to them right at this time. Every single weekday morning, 601-995-1017 or tap that app, the Y101 (laughs) app and use the open mic feature. Oh, that was, did you come up with that? Yeah, it wasn't exactly the most, like, brain surgery <laughs> type was, of thing. it was quick. That was funny. Tap that out. Now I'm going to say it just continuously. Constantly. Yeah. Y101. <laughs> Tap that out. Adam and Allison. Uh-huh. 726 on Y101. Tomorrow is Leap Day. Yay! Very exciting. Except the fact, I was thinking about this, like people who are salaried employees, they're not making any extra money for this no, year. Like, no. are they getting an extra day of salary this no, year? No, you don't. You just you just have to exist yeah. an extra day this year. And, you know, it takes a toll. Uh, that I think that's why there's a few places offering free food. And I wanted to Ooh. let you know, because I already have tomorrow evening after our time at Radiothon planned, I'm ordering my Chipotle because <laughs> tomorrow for Leap Day, guac is free. <gasps> yes! No extra for guac tomorrow. And the Chipotle guac is always so good. Their chips are so good. Um, You do have to order on the app and use promo code EXTRA24 to get the free guac, but that's easy enough. Yeah, just make sure you remember. Um, It did remind me, reading this story, how fun. I don't think they do it anymore, but wasn't that irritating whenever the Chipotle employees would have to ask, like, Guac's extra, is that okay? Well, yeah, but that was a different time. Oh, now yeah. everything is extra, so people don't bring it up ever because it, like everything costs extra. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like doesn't even it's like, oh, salt and pepper's extra. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be an extra quarter. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, also Krispy Kreme is offering a deal tomorrow Ooh. to celebrate uh Leap Day. You can get an original glazed dozen for $2.99 with the purchase of any regularly priced dozen. Tomorrow for Leap Day. So, oh, that bumps me out. I wish they would open a little bit earlier because that would be great to bring to Radiothon just as many Krispy Kremes as I could fit in my car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that would be 
Wouldn't that be the best way to start the day with some Krispy oh, Kremes? And they would be warm. I know. I've only had a Krispy Kreme warm like once <gasps> or twice. Oh, you got to go oh. when the uh, when the hot sign is on. Yeah, I know. I've never been lucky enough. <laughs> never been lucky enough to grace a Krispy Kreme's presence whenever wow. the, the hot sign was flashing. It's so much better. Uh, next on the show, you could win $200. So then your day, your extra day tomorrow is pretty much free. You yeah. Just spend it on that. Cash in a flash is next, and you could win money. Adam and Allison on Y101. Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Katie's in Canton. Tell us something interesting about you, Katie. Uh, well, I have two little children, and we have a dog, a basset hound, and we just got a cat. So I guess that's interesting. (laughs) So it's a busy house is what you're saying. That's right, yes. (laughs) Do your dog's ears make messes? Like, do they get in things? Because whenever I picture a basset hound, I just picture the big droopy ears that, like, go to the floor. Yes, they absolutely do. She cannot drink water and stay dry at the same time. Oh, that's so adorable. (laughs) Awesome, Katie. Well, we have 10 questions. We'll put 60 seconds on the clock. If you don't know an answer, say pass, okay? Okay. In three, two, one. In a standard game of bowling, how many pins are there? 16. What pizza chain claims to have better ingredients, better pizza? Papa John. How long would it take to drive 90 miles if you drove 60 miles per hour? An hour and a half. Name a game played with a standard deck of cards with only one player. Solitaire. What major sports league had their all-star game in the last two weeks? Uh, the According to a Facebook study, what day is the least common day to end a relationship? Friday. True or false, St. Augustine, Florida is the oldest city in America. True. What Canadian rocker had a breakout hit called Complicated? Avril Lavigne. What is our radio station, Y101's website? Uh, Y101.com. In the movie Hangover, which character was missing? Oh, the, um, the guy that was getting married. I don't know his name. And let me go back to a question. Like a day of the year, not a day of the week. Uh, Uh, Valentine's Day. All right, time. All right, Katie. That was a very impressive performance. So we only passed on one. It was the NBA that had their all-star game in the last two weeks. Oh, I would never have thought that. Yeah, that was one where it's like you kind of have to be thinking for it to make sense. But that's tough this early in the morning. (laughs) So we just got a few wrong. It's actually 10 pins that are in a standard game of bowling. Okay. It's Christmas Day that's the least common to end a relationship, according to a Facebook study. Oh, darn. And the character's name in the movie Hangover that went missing was Doug. Doug, that's it. Yeah, I. It, you have to think about Ed Helms singing the song about our best friend Doug. That was my ringtone for like a year, that <laughs> song. <laughs> but Katie, I have some great news. We're walking away with $60. Yay! Awesome job, Katie. Maybe you could buy some ear protectors for your basset hound or yeah. something. I don't know if they make those. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, have a great day, and thanks for listening.
Thanks, you too. Uh, we will be right back. And next, I need to tell you about a couple who had something ruin their wedding day. This actually made them miss their wedding. And because of the way my brain works, it unlocked some memories. <laughs> and I feel like you may have a story to kind of relate to this yes. situation, either about you and a lie that you've told your kids or maybe your parents told you and you found out later in life. I'm convinced there's one of these in every circle. We'll talk about that next on Y101. Don't move. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison. Did you lie to your kids about your anniversary? Or did your parents lie to you about their anniversary? <laughs> Could you call and tell us the story, especially if there's something juicy with how you found out? 601-995-1017. Also open up the Y101 app and leave us a message in open mic. This came into my mind because Sarah and Brandon Perry had a dream wedding coming up and it was ruined whenever Sarah went into labor a mm-hmm. little bit early. So she's in the hospital delivering babies. The hospital staff found out that they were about to get married and then they couldn't because they were having a baby and found out that the staff at the hospital like threw them a wedding. There was an ordained minister whose wife, I believe, was also having a baby. So the ordained minister was able to do the ceremony in the hospital room. He married them right there in the hospital room. Wow. So then that reminded me of a phrase that my grandmother and my grandmother's from a different time she's 92 years old but she has this thing that she would always say that the first baby can come at any time all the rest take nine months <laughs> and it's kind of like a little like old-timey like yeah. the, the the shotgun wedding type of thing it's a little tongue-in-cheek yeah but then i remembered i have had friends who have told me that their parents lied to them about their anniversary the one friend i'm thinking of specifically she said that They celebrated her parents' anniversary on a certain day, and then at some point they found like a home video footage of their parents' wedding, and their older sister was at the wedding. Oh. So then the parents were telling everybody, oh, we just had two different weddings. Yeah, it was like a vow renewal or something. Exactly. Exactly. So how many other people in the Metro have a situation like that where either they're not being completely truthful with their kids about the day that they got married or you grew up thinking your parents' anniversary was one day and then lo and behold, you find out later that they were married way after the first baby came. Somebody that I grew up with, uh, it wasn't until her her dad had actually sadly passed away, but she was oh. going through documents and they saw the marriage certificate for her mom and her dad and found out that it was actually while her older brother would have been, you know... Incubating. Yeah, exactly. Like, the mom was definitely pregnant with the older brother, but they said it was a few months earlier, and they always celebrated their wedding anniversary a few months earlier, and then they have this this <laughs> marriage certificate that says, wait a minute, you are you didn't get married in January. You got married in April. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought that was kind of funny, and, like, you know, she was giving her mom a hard time after that. Like, you realize you could have told us, like, that's so funny funny that you would have hid that from us i knew somebody (laughs) whose older sister got married and then found out she was pregnant like right away oh man and the parents who were pretty religious and everything were like oh must have just happened on the honeymoon yeah (laughs) yeah you hear that one a lot (laughs)
601-995-1017 is our phone number. Uh, were you lied to about your parents' anniversary so you could think that they were all good and pure and nice and everything? You know what I just thought of? What? The office. I wonder if anyone lied about a date because maybe they would have been with somebody else. Oh, that's even that's even juicier. juicier. I know. I bet it's. I bet somebody's been through that. Though we want to hear from you. Six zero one nine nine five one zero one seven. You can call or text us and tell us about the time that your parents lied about their anniversary, or you lied about your anniversary. One or the other. Six zero one nine nine five one zero one seven is our phone number. If you've got a story to share yeah. with us and Doja Cat. Yeah. Why 101, Adam and Allison at 802, why'd you lie about your anniversary? And we're talking about this because a couple's wedding was ruined whenever the bride went into labor before the wedding. Yeah. Went in a few weeks early and everything was okay and they were able to get married at the hospital. But it made me think of different people who have maybe told a little fib about when they actually got married. <laughs> they made it a little earlier than it actually was to account for some children that maybe came before the wedding. You know, it, it, it takes all kinds of kinds. They say. <laughs> 601-995-1017 if you've got a story for us. Uh, this one's interesting. It's not because of anything scandalous like that, but it says my wedding anniversary is actually September 11th, but my husband and I now celebrate our first date anniversary, which is November 3rd. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Whenever Um, I first saw the September 11th thing, I figured they just went like, I don't know, a week earlier or something like that. Yeah, or like the next day or something, but I guess just choose something totally different. Um, I'm blown away by this one. Somebody's telling on their best friend. um, They said that their best friend faked the start of their relationship because she started documenting it on TikTok, and I guess she's kind of TikTok famous. And she didn't want her audience to get upset, so she's just continued this lie that her anniversary is on a different date. Oh, wow. Doing it for the likes? That's very interesting. That's that's gross. Uh, you can tell us your story <laughs> in the open mic feature on the Y101 app as well. You can send that in. So we got a text that says, I didn't lie about my anniversary, but I did lie about my due date, and I made it a month later. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is, that's scandalous. That is scandalous. Uh, This text says, my sister eloped so our parents, or so our family would not find out she was pregnant. The family still doesn't know the actual elopement date. Oh, I bet there's a lot of bitterness around that too. Like, you need to have a real wedding because the family didn't get to go to the wedding. And it's like, little do they know that was the plan. Oh, that's all, oh, it's uncomfortable I know, now I've got like the heebie-jeebies. Thank you for these stories though, (laughs) texted in to 601-995-1017. We'll check in with some info to start your day. What matters to the Metro after Sabrina Carpenter. A second ago, as soon as we turned the mics off, the juiciest of text messages came in to 601-995-1017. It's Adam and Allison. We were talking about lying about your anniversary date for one reason or another. Like, why did you do it? Or why did your parents lie to you about their anniversary? anniversary date and this text came in we'll keep her anonymous it says my mom didn't lie about the marriage date but after joining ancestry and putting together information on my family tree a public record search revealed that my mom married prior to my dad when i asked her about it she denied it and still to this day has not admitted it 
All I can think of is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City where she's like, I have receipts, proof, timeline, everything. I just imagine her confronting her mom like that. <laughs> and the mom's like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I don't know. <laughs> now what matters to the Metro? A little info to start your day. Yesterday, Michigan held their presidential primaries. Trump and Biden both won. Uh, Biden got over 80% of the Democratic vote, and Trump won by like 40%. But for some reason, Nikki Haley still will not give up on trying to become the nominee for the Republican Party. They've made it very clear that now the RNC is only about Donald Trump. If she still had a legitimate chance to become the nominee, I'd say all all for it. Go ahead. But it doesn't seem like there's a legitimate chance anymore. It just seems like a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. Locally, a massive fire broke out yesterday evening. Initially, it was thought to have broke out at the Iron Horse Grill. However, the general manager of that restaurant says not the case whatsoever. It was at a building that was vacant very close to the restaurant. Uh, Jackson Fire Department last we checked is still on the scene trying to uh, extinguish the fire and West Pearl Street was closed. That was earlier this morning. I haven't seen any updates, so I'm not entirely sure. But if you're in the area and you see that West Pearl Street's closed, that's why. And last week we told you about Wendy Williams being diagnosed with the same form of dementia that Bruce Willis has. Now one of her former producers, Suzanne Bass, is speaking out and saying there were signs all along that something was going on. Apparently there be times where Wendy would be speaking on TV and just stop like freeze and nobody would know what to do and maybe they didn't even know that it was they just thought she was pausing for dramatic effect or something but turns out that that was kind of an early sign of what she was dealing with did you watch the documentary on Lifetime on uh, Friday and Saturday no I don't have Lifetime but I'm going to be changing my subscription soon so like in a couple months I want to watch it because it looks so interesting it does and I guess her son on the documentary said that this dementia diagnosis is kind of the result of alcoholism which is very very sad heartbreaking apparently Wendy Williams is still hoping to make a comeback however this producer said that is not likely we will be right back Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station Y101 for more than 30 years there's a TV show that's turning your kids into little (laughs) b-holes it's Y101 Adam and Allison no <laughs> what? <laughs> that was just so out of pocket. That was so. That was too much well, this early in the morning. Parents are upset <laughs> at Peppa Pig uh, because apparently Peppa Pig is a rude little pig, and it's teaching kids that it's okay to be rude little children. No kidding. That's what some parents are saying, and I guess there are parents out there who won't even let their kids watch Peppa Pig anymore because it's making them so rude. That reminds me of whenever you were telling me that your mom wouldn't let you watch Rugrats because Angelica was too mean. She said stupid babies and my mom didn't (laughs) want me yelling at my brothers that they were stupid babies. So yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Rugrats as a kid. Same exact idea as this. There are people who are defending the show, like this parenting coach. (laughs) This sounds 
it's like it's like Taylor Swift, where it's like we have to defend Peppa Pig. Leave right? Peppa Pig alone. Right. <laughs> uh, Peppa is rude and impatient, and the show teaches kids this is who she is, and that is okay. Is that the thing that we want to teach kids? Like, I'm not a parent. You're not a parent. No kids between the two of us at all. No. So I don't know if it's fair for me to say, but do we really want to teach kids that it's okay to be rude and impatient? No, we don't want to teach that, but I feel like it all, like I'd have to see the show. I've never watched Peppa Pig. I don't know anything about it other than they have British accents and that they're pigs. <laughs> so like, like that's all I know. Whereas I know whenever I watched Rugrats, I knew that they painted Angelica to be bad. Like you didn't want to be like Angelica. You wanted to be like, like Tommy Pickles. I have a scene from Peppa Pig, and uh, this is an example of her kind of being rude to one of her friends. Listen. Hello, Susie. <laughs> Hello, Peppa. Can you whistle, Susie? No. Oh, good. I mean, that's sad if you can't whistle. What's whistling anyway? You put your lips together and blow. Like this. So Peppa Pig hung up on her friend because she was upset that her friend was able to whistle and Peppa was not able to whistle. I mean, I don't know. I would need a parent's advice on that because for me, it's like, I don't know that that's going to teach a kid anything wrong. But at the same time, I know that kids are super impressionable. I don't know. A Peppa Pig executive says, quote, Peppa has a natural, authentic reactions to the world and has the ability to express how she feels. But uh, parents uh, say that they don't want their kids acting the way Peppa Pig acts. And is that the point of kids' TV shows? Because I'm trying to think of the shows that I watched whenever I was around that age, like Rugrats and like Blue's Clues. And, you know, later on it was like Dora the Explorer. I feel like there was an element of it was trying to be somewhat educational. Like it wasn't just... It wasn't just meant to be relatable. I feel like adult TV is meant to be relatable because we're trying to escape from the world. Whereas I feel like kids TV shouldn't just be like, hey, isn't it so relatable that the world's crazy and you've got to deal with it? It should be like, hey, here's some educational stuff. Here's some helpful stuff to help your brain grow and develop. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm wondering if there are any parents in the Metro who have banned Peppa Pig from their household. Bring back Blue's Clues. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I want to. We are Adam and Allison. 828 on Y101. Adam and Allison got a text. Peppa Pig's a brat. We're a bluey household here. (laughs) So at least one family in the Metro has banned Peppa Pig because Peppa Pig is turning your kids into little jerks. Speaking of kids, (laughs) can you think back to your childhood and remember any weird food combination that you thought was great and now is like, ugh. It's not uh, now, but I would feel really weird eating that. And it's white rice with butter and sugar. I forgot. You had told me about Mm -hmm. this years ago Mm -hmm. whenever we were working together in Florida. It was like this big meal. Was it a meal? Was it a side dish? What would you do? Butter and sugar on rice. It was a side dish. But yeah, it was the best way to eat rice. It was how I was able to get a lot of rice down. And yeah, like we would just mix a little butter, a little sugar in there. It was so good. Redditors were talking about the weird food combinations that they loved as children. Somebody said that they had to drink milk with spaghetti. They could not eat spaghetti without drinking milk. Apparently the acidity of the tomato sauce or whatever matches really, really well. 
I was a massive milk milk drinker growing up. Like, so I had milk with every single meal. I had it to start my day. So that doesn't sound that crazy to me. But I know a lot of people who are very anti-milk. To be honest with you, the idea of drinking a glass of milk bums me out. I don't know. If I were to bring in uh, some milk and pour in a Uh, cup, do you think you could get the whole thing down? Um, I mean, are we, is there money on the line for this? Because yeah. (laughs) Okay. But I'm not just going to do it. You know? Oh my gosh, Amy just texted in that she used to drizzle ranch on her spaghetti. I bet that that is good. I bet because but ranch and pizza. Weird. It does sound weird, but ranch and pizza. That's is a good point. Fantastic. That's together. a good point. And spaghetti is similar ish to pizza. It's got a lot of the same ingredients. Um, Here's one uh, grape jelly on a grilled cheese. I could see that being good. So I could see that too because you think about like a charcuterie board with all sorts of cheeses yeah. and everything. You always have jelly on there somewhere. Or at least some grapes. Um, Ketchup sandwiches, just white bread and ketchup in the middle. We tried those on Mash It Up Monday, remember? Those oh, were yeah. nasty. Yeah, they were gross. I did not like those. Um, How about this one? Making ham salad by grinding up uncooked hot dogs, mixing it with sweet relish and mayo. How gross. That sounds nasty. Honestly, the whole concept of ham salad bums me out. I would like to meet the inventor of that. I didn't know that. I'm learning about ham salad today. Oh. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know it was a real thing. You grind up ham and mix it with mayo and sweet relish and that's it. It's nasty. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Sounds gross. Really, really bad. Yeah. 601-995-1017. Suzanne used to love a butter and sugar sandwich. I could see that. That sounds good I mean, good what's to me. not to love about butter and sugar? I used to put it in my rice. It made the rice delicious. I mean, putting on bread, it sounds like that would also be delicious. I mean, a common breakfast, I would think, is two pieces of toast, butter, cinnamon, and sugar. Completely normal. Ooh. Somehow you make that a sandwich, though, and it, for whatever reason, it becomes weird. No! I don't know why. It's even better. Uh, 601-995-1017. If you have a food combination from whenever you were a kid that looking back on it, like you would not eat it now. Um, somebody else said cut up hot dogs on everything. Oh, Just oh in my. scrambled eggs. Yeah. Could you see that? I mean, I could, but I don't want to. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> 601-995-1017. Give us a call if you have something. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 840. Um, I think, would you agree that you have much bougier tastes than I do? I I guess. I would say. I would say that that's fair. Well, I don't know that that's fair, though. I feel like I I feel like you're more bougie when it comes to food and like how you would make it, whereas mine are maybe bougier in the sense that I have to find weird substitutions and will try some crazy things because of my food allergies. All right. So think like fine dining. I ask and I bring that up because a survey was done. And you're in a situation where you can only have two types of food for the rest of your life. This is the only food you can have for the rest of your life. You can either have comfort food, you know, your standard grilled cheeses, chicken wings, pizza, or you can have gourmet meals. But that's the only type of food you can have for the rest of your life. 
if you're in that scenario, what are you going with? You going gourmet? You going uh, comfort food? Oh, I'm going gourmet. <laughs> See, this is exactly seventy percent of people. Seventy percent of people say they would rather have comfort food every day for the rest of their life and never have gourmet food again. Just sixteen percent of people say they would prefer to keep it gourmet for the rest of their life. Maybe it's because I'm not like I just don't enjoy cooking that much. It's so much work in the dishes, but I love eating good food. I love eating like a chef's food. So if I could have gourmet food all the time, I would love it. It's just I don't have the energy or capacity to make it. So I don't think that I have the taste for gourmet food. Oh, like what? I prefer I prefer the taste of like bar food. Nine times out of ten. I love, you know, chicken wings, especially if it's at like kind of a dive bar type of place. Love tacos, <gasps> love pizza, all this type of stuff. And it doesn't like the idea of going to like a five star gourmet restaurant or whatever and eating something that has a foam on it and having the chef come out and tell me what order I need to put the food into oh, my mouth. I love that. No, I, I don't like it. I don't oh, like the idea I that at all. I love that. I love going to play because I guess maybe maybe this is what it is for me. Going to places like that I love because the way they treat my food allergies is so different than other places. And like going to like a bar, there's plenty of places that can accommodate me with my food allergies. I could still get the burger. It's going to taste great. I just can't get all the bacon or cheese or deliciousness. Whereas if I go to like a fine dining place, I can just kind of give them my allergies. And oftentimes the chef will will create a masterpiece that's like all these delicious things that I can eat that are flavored amazingly and season it. It's just, ah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if money's no object, and I'm given the choice between, like, a comfort food place and a fi- five-star dining, I'm going comfort food every single time. I'm going gourmet. Wow. That's so interesting. <laughs> but also kind of expected it. Like, I'm <laughs> so not surprised. Annoying. I'm not surprised by your answer on that. It is Y101. We are out of an Allison and Agora Hills, Doja Cat, right now. Kissing yeah. Adam and Allison on Y101, a woman in Oregon set a record with her tongue. What? She got got a fat tongue. (laughs) Her tongue, it's a girthy tongue. It's like five five and a half inches wide. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like the circumference of her tongue, not side to side. Right, right, right. But all the way around is like five and a half inches. That's wild. Uh, A dentist measured it by taking a piece of dental floss and wrapping it around her tongue and then measuring the dental floss. It was five and a half inches long. That seems a little creepy because that makes me feel like the way that this started was she was at the dentist, which I was just at the dentist this past Monday. So now I'm putting myself in her shoes and I'm imagining like the hygienist or the dentist or somebody being like, man, that is the fattest tongue I think I've ever seen. And then they're like, they're wanting to be like, let's measure it. Let's get some floss and let's measure it. Sure enough. I mean, that now she's going to feel so self-conscious. How would that have made you feel? You wouldn't have liked it. No, I wouldn't that. have. Jenny Devander said she always knew she had a bigger tongue, but did not know that it would be a record-setting tongue. That's it, wild. I wonder if it's hard for her to like talk at all or if there's just because I feel like your tongue impacts so much of your speech yeah it's a big part of it (laughs)
Um, so she's proud of her unusually large tongue. Good. You embrace it. You own it. She says it helps her out. Um, in fact, the extra large tongue and the muscles involved with her extra large tongue come in handy whenever she's um, blowing on the flute. Oh. She's a flautist. Oh. And apparently, I didn't know you would use your tongue whenever you're blowing on a flute. Yeah, I guess it would It would definitely impact some things. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I never thought, I know because I played saxophone for about four years from the time I was 10 years old to 14, and I was never good at this, but you were... You're supposed to use your tongue to stop the sound from yeah. coming out. But I could never figure out how to tongue the reed the right way. <laughs> this is this is getting too no, much this for is, me. This is no, not I too need much. to I need to get out of this. I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't I couldn't t- tap my tongue on the reed fast enough to like make it work, so I just stopped blowing oh my gosh. on the instrument. Yeah. This is too much. But I didn't know that it worked the same way for flautists, but it does. I guess it does. <laughs> we'll be right back before <laughs> we say anything else. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. I just saw a video that you posted from the show yesterday on the Adam and Allison Instagram page that made me think of a question that I meant to ask you at the beginning of the show today, okay. and I forgot. It's <laughs> Y101, Adam and Allison. So yesterday you were wearing like a purple plaid jacket. I was. Were you wearing purple intentionally yesterday? Was there a reason to wear purple yesterday? Because I saw somebody else I follow on Instagram posted a group of them and their coworkers all wearing purple. No, I didn't wear it intentionally. The only thing that I know is um, during the month of October. Which we are you, not in. Right. You would wear purple because that's as well as breast cancer awareness month. It's also domestic violence awareness month. So the purple is for that. But that's all I know. Hmm. I wondered, could you have just magically worn purple by accident yesterday on Purple Day? I did. Well, I mean, I I didn't know it was anything special, but I just, yeah, I picked the purple out. It looked cool, and I wanted to wear it. I mean, I don't know that it was anything special. Maybe it was just there was a big coincidence with a ton of radio people wearing purple yesterday. I don't know. It's Y101, Adam and Allison and Nikki Yore. Have you seen the CEO of Kellogg's is trending this morning? Yeah, I have. And you've seen why? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to tell you about this coming up in a few minutes. It's almost like one of the most out of touch things I think I've ever seen. He is getting dragged. We'll tell you what he did, what he said yesterday. He was just offering a money saving tip to families. Mm-hmm. Tell you about that after MGK. You know this way. 9-11, Y101, Adam and Allison. Money-saving tip from the CEO of Kellogg's. <laughs> and if the title CEO is in your job description or on the bottom of your business card, how about you don't give anybody advice on money-saving tips? Especially if it's a company as big as Kellogg's. Bingo. Well, he has a great idea on a way for you to save money on food every single night. Some of the things that we're doing is first messaging. we got to reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner if you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do that's going to be much more affordable the price of a bowl of cereal with with milk and with fruit is less than a dollar 
So you can imagine why a consumer under pressure might find that to be a good place to go. Anybody who's a younger person who doesn't understand why all the nostalgia for the late 90s, early 2000s and everything, here's a good example. Here's case A. Right. Like cereal for dinner night was when, you know, mom or dad just needed a break. Yeah, it's they not would... because mom or dad couldn't afford right. chicken. It wasn't because they, yeah, exactly. It was like, hey, we, we don't feel like ordering pizza tonight. We certainly don't feel like cooking tonight. So you're having cereal for dinner. It'd be a one-off every now and then. It certainly wasn't every night. And it's just, that's disgusting. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't know. It just is kind of crazy. Do you want to hear one of the commercials that Kellogg's is running to try to get people to Nuh-uh. eat? Yeah. Oh, stop. Oh, I mean, he said it there. Stop. He said it there. They're running commercials, yeah, though. Oh. To get the messaging out there. When I say cereal, you say dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Chicken. You can uh, have the night off, chicken. Oh, okay, I'll go marinate. Cereal! Dinner! Cereal! Dinner! So they're trying to drive home the fact that not only can you eat cereal for breakfast, you can eat it for dinner as well and save money. No, I'm be eating my beef and my fish and don't come for me, cereal. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But I don't like, even like cereal that much. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> like it's, it's mid. Yeah. I, I want to know when the last time the CEO from Kellogg's ate cereal for breakfast or for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has a chef making them gourmet meals. Yeah. We were talking about gourmet meals earlier. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, and we have the Cash in a Flash recap from earlier this morning coming up in a few minutes. Y101. Like a Adam and Allison, Y101. There's a dude who got in trouble. I think he's getting kicked out of his apartment and facing charges because he tried to sneak something into his third floor apartment. Okay. I will tell you what he tried to sneak in. It's going to be a hilarious mental image for no. you. Coming up in two songs. Y101. Y101. Adam and Allison, this 19-year-old dude in Poland is uh, facing th- between three months and five years in prison because he was trying to get something into his apartment. What was he trying to get in there? Well, it was a stolen item. Oh, that's not good. He lives on the third floor, but he thought he would be able to sneak a horse Nuh-uh. into his apartment that he stole. He stole the horse. The horse is worth like over $3,000 or something. And he was trying to lead the thing up the steps of what? his apartment complex. What would and he was possess gonna, a I, person to try to, like, I would not want a horse in my apartment. Are you kidding me? Could you imagine the smells? Well, yeah. And like the first time it had to go to the bathroom. Like, they make big bathrooms. Oh, big ones. You big. need snow shovels for those things. <laughs> yeah, like who wants that in their apartment? Was this person like really mad at the their landlord like did their landlord do something horrible and they were getting close to the end of their lease and they were like i know what i'll do i'll have a horse come live in here for the last two weeks and then my landlord will be in for a heck of a surprise like that's the only reason i could see that you'd be like let's get a horse and bring it in here i really don't know what his end game was there having a horse in his apartment that's troubling it was a funny story and again (laughs) i'm just picturing back to my first ever apartment and imagining trying to lead a horse up the steps it would be funny it would be a disaster that's why 101 we are adam and allison gonna wrap this puppy up next 
Adam and Allison, Y101. We are just about done for the day. What you got planned for the rest of your Wednesday, Allison? I got to get some snacks, so I am ready for Radiothon tomorrow. I'm so excited. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a big day, and so is Friday. We cannot wait. We will talk to you then. Um, Other than that, I think we're about done for the day. If you missed anything on the show today, we do have a podcast you could check out. Go ahead, text POD, P-O-D, to 601-995-1017. It's also available wherever you get your podcasts. So any of the platforms where you can listen to podcasts, you can find the Adam and Allison podcast. Just got to search Adam and Allison. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow, bright and early.